Today on The Girl Defined Show, we are talking about how premarital counseling can either break or make your future marriage. And this may seem crazy to some of y'all, and we didn't actually plan to do this, but when Dave and I were dating, so we went through pre-engagement counseling, which is something I recommend for every couple to go through. Like, why not get counseling before you say, yes, I want to spend the rest of my life with you and plan your wedding? Like, why not get really good counseling before? Anyways, that's a whole nother topic for different day, different story. But we went through really intense pre-engagement counseling, which is basically just premarital counseling before you, you know, get engaged. Um, and then we went through a really intensive, like eight to 10 week premarital course at our church. And then after that, when we asked our pastor to marry us, he also required us to go through another additional set of counseling. So by the time we got married, we had gone through three different sets of premarital counseling. And now I am not recommending that everyone needs to go through three sets, although it was very helpful and I think really prepared us for marriage. Um, but I am recommending that you go through at least one. Pre-engagement counseling would be my number one recommendation, but I'm going to unpack today with Adam and Carissa from Dear Young Married Couple, why it is so crucial for every couple to pursue serious, intentional, biblically-based, good premarital counseling before you get married, whether it's before engagement or before you just say do on, you know, before you walk down the aisle, get premarital counseling. I have an incredible resource for you to help you do this so you can navigate that process, Um, but you're going to love today. We're going to talk about everything from honeymoon um, to sex on the honeymoon to, uh, you know, before you walk down the aisle, all the things you need to know. Let's jump in. Adam and Carissa King, thank y'all for being here. I have to say really quick, y'all are actually one of our most popular podcast episodes ever. So it is an honor to have you back. Thank you for being here. Oh, thank you, Bethany. It's an honor to be on your podcast. We love Girl Defined. We've love your books. We've done we've done so many Bible studies with girl groups on your books. And we just love everything that you and Kristen do. So thank you so much for having us on again. Absolutely. So if you're wondering what episode that was, like, okay, what's so popular? You're going to know why. It is the episode called How to Prepare for Sex on Your Honeymoon. And Mm -hmm. Adam and Carissa, I love it because you both, like, you don't shy away from anything. Obviously, on your podcast, you know, on your whole website, Dear Young Married Couple, y'all are willing to talk about everything and the questions people actually want to know. So today, as we talk about premarital counseling and just preparing for marriage as like a newly engaged couple, I have some some spicy questions for y'all so you better be prepared but before we jump in before we jump in just give everyone really quick like I talk about Dear Young Married Couple all the time but just tell us why you started it you know why you created this uh premarital um course this you know preparation pre-equipped just give us a little bit of rundown of who you are and what you do sure sure um we created Dear Young Married Couple as just because we saw a need to equip couples with tools and kind of to meld the science um, and theology together mm-hmm. in a way that actually works. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and we've, we just saw that need and wanted to kind of fill that gap. And it wasn't something that we like really looked for. It just kind of, God, I think just brought this to pass. And mm-hmm. we absolutely um, are so honored to be doing this um, and partnering with God and, and all of the people that we work with. And people like you. Yes. <laughs> it's it's really amazing. Yeah. I mean, y'all have something for 
everyone. Dave and I have worked through your expectation card deck, which is awesome. amazing. You know, like all the questions about sex and they're like, especially I've recommended it so many times because people are like, I feel awkward. I don't know what to ask. And it's like, here, we ask all the questions for you. So you don't even have to, you know, be embarrassed. So they yes. like go to their website, Dear Young Married Couple, because they have everything. Obviously your podcast, I love, I recommend all the time. Aww. But what I want to talk about today, so I have a sister that just got engaged and she is yes. actually, she's going to get married in four months. So it's a pretty quick engagement, mm-hmm. which I love. Um, And one of the questions we were talking about, literally, we got together shortly, like, you know, literally a couple days ago. And she was asking, she was like, okay, so, you know, we've been really careful not to talk about like sex and intimacy for like the wedding night or the honeymoon. But she's like, I feel like we need to, at some point, like talk about that. But how, Mm -hmm. how do we talk about sex? When should we talk about sex? When should we talk about sex? Is this a conversation like my fiance and I should be having? So I want to know from you, say a couple's engaged and they're feeling like unsure about how to prepare for intimacy, unsure of how to communicate about sex. Can you just give us some insight on when, if, what that conversation should look like? (laughs) Yes, absolutely. So this is actually an entire week in our seven-week course. So the answer is yes, up front. You you need to be talking about sex and intimacy when you're preparing for marriage. Um, But there are specific ways to do that and guardrails to put in place to make sure that you're having a uh, you're preparing for your covenant relationship. And, um, so this is, this is a beautiful thing. Sex is a beautiful gift and we don't want to shy away from talking about it. So we actually, you talked about this expectations deck. We actually number the specific cards that are appropriate for premarital couples to talk about in the pre-equipped course. Um, we also have an entire section in there on, um, how to talk about your sexual history. So when couples have a sexual history, we give them a list of questions because we don't want to like clutter our, you know, partner's mind with all the like who, where, when, what, what positions are like, we don't, that's, that's unnecessary and unhelpful and can be traumatizing to your partner. Um, but we do ask a lot of the questions you need to be asking that have to do with, you know, what did you learn about yourself and, Mm. um, what made you actually stop that relationship? You know, what are some of the, the things that transitioned you into a season where you were walking in God's plan for you around sexuality? And so we have that entire PDF of lists, uh, a list of questions for you to ask uh, each other about sexual history. Mm -hmm. So from a Adam, from a guy's perspective, because I know I've obviously, Girl Define, we talk to a lot of women. And so they're probably listening and thinking, okay, I mm. might get this course pre-equipped for me and my you know, guy to go through together. And what I've come across, at least in the Girl Define sisterhood and just in other women that I talk to that are engaged, is uh, I feel like preparing for intimacy seems at least... Uh, a lot of women feel maybe more unsure, insecure. Yeah. It just seems complicated. And I know even in my own experience, Dave and I, he was like, let's go. I'm ready. You know, I'm feeling confident. And I was like, I'm not sure I know how everything works, you know? So yeah. I know that's how women can feel. So how, I, I, from a man's perspective, how can, I don't know, how can a girl go, appro- you know, go about approaching her guy in a way that doesn't lead to temptation. I, you know what I mean? Just yes. how can she approach him and begin that conversation and what would be too much? I know you talk about it that in pre-equipped, but can you give us some, give us something right now? Uh, yes. Well, first of all, let me, let me back up a little bit. The, there is a stigma, I think, around sexuality within the church. Yeah. And we have avoided it for a long time for fear of, uh, 
you know, some of these fears of like, oh, if, if we talk about it, we're going to go too far and it's yeah. all going to fall apart and we're going to have sex before marriage and that's not a good thing. And, and so for some of these fears, we've absolutely stayed away from talking about it at all. Yeah. So it's been this no, 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 no. Don't even get close. Don't say the word sex. Don't mm-hmm. say the word or any of your anatomical parts. Use weird names for them. Like, it's <laughs> yeah, true. And then all of a sudden we open the door of the hotel room and it's a go. Mm-hmm. And the woman's like, oh, snap. <laughs> yeah. I'm here and I don't really know how this is supposed to go. I don't even know how I'm supposed to feel right now. I don't even. Yeah. Yeah. And this is, we've heard this from a lot of couples and this is why we created Precrypt to actually uh, curate a conversation around mm-hmm. sexuality that is helpful, that embraces that a woman um, is a sexual being. Yeah. Mm. And for a lot of them, they've closed that off and we, we're, we're almost in the friend zone and then we're, oh, oh yeah, that that's right, I'm a sexual being. And so what we try to do is curate the conversation in a safe way, in a safe place to say, okay, what do I need to know? What do we need to prepare for? Mm-hmm. Because there is there are a lot of worries around this. And so I find just, I, I did a session uh, yesterday with a couple, premarital couple, on this very subject. Mm-hmm. And we did, we t- gave them the, the first night checklist and we talked through, this is what to expect. This is what you should mm-hmm. prepare for. You so know, good. make sure you do this and this and this. And, and they walk out of there going, I'm looking forward to this. This is not as scary as, as, as some people make it, you know? And so we try to bring some reality to it and give some, like Chris has said, some handrails to guide the conversation, to give some healthy expectations and what they should aim for. Mm -hmm. So like, for instance, what they should aim for, we shouldn't aim for a destination for the first Mm -hmm. night. Let's just use the first night. I think we've talked about this a little bit, but like, we, we shouldn't aim for a destination. This is a journey, journey of exploration of vulnerability and getting to know someone. Mm, yeah. And so if we take that expectation of this needs to happen off the table and we could just say, let's just get to know each other. Let's just start by taking off each other's clothes mm. slowly and loving each other and, and being grateful and full of thankfulness for what God has gifted you in this beautiful moment. So many things can go so much better. Yes. <laughs> Oh, I love that. Now you mentioned the wedding night checklist. Everyone is like, what is that? Where do I get that? What are you talking about? Yes. So what is that? That is a free download that they can grab today. We'll give you the link so you could put it in the show notes, but it's oh. just a first night checklist. It's a one page deal that gives you practical stuff. Like, um, for instance, most women don't know that they need to urinate after having yeah. sex. This took a while for us to Yeah, like out. that's just something people don't tell you in premarital counseling usually. Yes. Um, and so that's, you know, you need to know that. And that's on the first night checklist. Like, don't just lay there in bed, get up and urinate or you're going to get a UTI. So, <laughs> Which yeah. is no fun. <laughs> right. So just some practical things like that. Um, and fun things like make sure to pack a Bluetooth speaker so you can play your fun music and make a playlist ahead of time. And Ex- Explore the five senses. Try yes. to bring all of them in at once. Yep. Yeah. Wow. This is awesome. I wish, you know, I didn't get married that long ago, three and a half years ago. And I felt when Dave and I got married, I felt like we were much more prepared than like a lot of our friends had been because they right. gave us all the info. You know, I didn't get married until I was 30. So they're like, here's yeah. everything you need to know. But even now I'm like, there was, there, 
there were so much more I didn't know, which is fine. <laughs> it's just a starting point. But I love that you are helping couples to be equipped. And I know your entire course, Pre-Equipped, is not just about intimacy, yes. sexual intimacy, but like spiritual intimacy and yes. working through, you know, the past, working through just differences, like growing mm-hmm. closer to Christ. Mm-hmm. What would you say within your course, Pre-Equipped, is, I don't know, like one of the outside of the the week on sex, another week or or session that you feel is like a must, like this one is just so crucial for, yes. you know, engaged couples to talk through. So my favorite, okay, what is it? are you going to say, maybe you're going to say something different than mine. Well, kind of, you made me think of it when you talked about like spiritual intimacy, but my favorite is that we guide them through how to write a marriage mission statement. So wow. that's how they close out the course is what are our values? What is God calling us to do as a couple? And what is our marriage mission statement going to be that guides us? That's a tenant for us um, and, and is a foundation for us as a newly married couple. Uh, and that, to me is like the most empowering part of the whole course. Okay. So for me then, (laughs) I like that part. That's a good one. Um, My favorite part is probably either the communication or the conflict resolution sections because Mm -hmm. we still use those things. And okay, let me, let me back up because we have so many like threads going here. (laughs) Let's be clear. Like we've been married. Okay. Almost 14 years Mm -hmm. and we were not (laughs) pre-equipped. Like we had one session. It was pretty much like, do you love each other? Mm-hmm. Okay. You guys should be good then. Really? <laughs> like you both grew up in good homes. You, yeah. you know, like you love each other. Remember, you're not actually married until you consummate the marriage. Like, you know, just wow. like kind of little things like that. We're like, okay, cool. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we, we had shut down. We had a lot of shutdown around sexuality. Yeah. That became an issue for us right away. Um, we had <laughs> difficulty communicating because Krissa is very hard headed. And, <laughs> and you're not at all, babe. Not at all. <laughs> you, you see that little bit of blame? Um, yeah, full disclosure. <laughs> Adam is hard headed as well. And, and so we had so many preconceived notions and we had no, like, we did not have the talk. Well, I had the talk once and that yeah. was it. I did not have a, a place that I can go to ask questions. And I grew up with a lot more talks, plural, like around sex and sexuality. Um, but it still was, um, it, it still, we had this clashing of our attitude around sex growing up mm. that caused conflict. Right. Us. Well, she didn't know how to ask what she needed for what yeah. she needed. And I didn't know how to ask for that. Mm-hmm. So there's so many things that we weren't prepared for going in. And so mm-hmm. if we would have had some simple tools and this is, and, and it probably sounds like everybody like we're pushing pre-equipped. Yes, we are. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's but, why we made it for you. <laughs> at the same time, it's because like, we wish we would have had this tool yes. now being counselors and having seen thousands and thousands of people yeah. in our office and, you know, working with them in seminars and everything else yes. that we do. Mm-hmm. It would have been so helpful to say, okay, use this wish list tool when you have something you need to ask them. And if you don't feel understood, use the because, because, because tool. And if you guys are getting flooded and you have lots of, um, hor- you know, like lots of like hormones, like, yeah. uh, take a breather. Mm-hmm. And if this happens, use this. And, and, and this is common to every single marriage. Every mm-hmm. single marriage is gonna have difficulty. Like, yes. we like to say, why is pre-equipped important? Well, every single marriage goes into marriage thinking that, that, that this marriage is gonna last. Yes. Or they yeah. never would get married. Yeah. That's true. Why would I get married? 
if I thought this was the one that's going to fail, but you know, yeah. the next marriage is going to work. <laughs> right? right. Like, no, like we don't go into that, but a lot of people have failing marriages. Yeah. And I, I think a large part of that is they haven't had sufficient grounding in mm. what to expect and yes. the tools needed to help them figure out their dif- differences. Mm-hmm. Because the, one of the beautiful, most beautiful things that God did was create a full-size mirror for you called your spouse. <laughs> and sometimes what we see in that mirror is not what we like. Yeah, that's true. So it's, it's true. And that is the sanctification process mm. that God has created. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, the numbers don't lie. Like, you know, the divorce rate is hovering around 50%. It's yeah. gone down by like a percent or two. Well, just because people years. aren't getting married. People aren't getting yeah, married. No, so. it's true. Yeah. But, um, you know, you can reduce your chances of divorce by 31%. Say that again. 31% yeah. by getting premarital counseling or engaging in a, in a premarital course. And so if you can do that, you can take your chances of divorce from 50% down to 20% simply by getting premarital counseling why not? I mean, mm. so, I mean, like the state of Texas, you're in Texas. The state of yeah. Texas recognizes this. Texas so is awesome. they actually, your, your, your marriage license is like 60 bucks. Okay. Well, you can actually take that down to zero by doing a premarital course. There you go. No way. $60 yeah. back. Yeah. So like crazy. you download your certificate of completion from the course, you submit it with your marriage license application and you don't pay a dime. And there's, I think seven states that offer a discount, but, but. Texas actually gives it for free. They're all no conservative idea. states, uh, sadly. <laughs> none of none, California does not offer that. <laughs> because we're not fans of marriage they over here. Believe in marriage, right? They want it's you to true. stay married. It's true. Yeah. I had no idea. I mean, Dave and I, we lost 60 bucks. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) That's, that's amazing. And I love what you, you know, that you said that because we all know how much time and effort for most couples goes into the wedding and planning the wedding. I mean, I see my sister now working full speed, everything. She's just so excited. The venue, the dress, like everything is all consuming, which is so fun and which is so exciting, but it can be really hard to prioritize uh, the you know the counseling and the preparation because I think it's exactly what y'all said where yep. you feel like well we're okay or we're different we're the ones that are going to be perfectly fine and it's yeah. sad to me to see because even now like on my Instagram account Dave and I have only been three married three and a half years but we're both sinners and so there are times where I feel frustrated or we have <laughs> definitely I I feel like I am the bigger sinner for sure like Dave is so patient and kind and I'm like you know. Good. And and then we had, you know, Davy Jr., our son, and I feel like that brought in a whole new level of sanctification. And what's sad to me is I will see single people or dating couples when I talk about how, like, Dave and I had this, you know, disagreement or this argument or whatever, people will literally message me or comment and say, like, if a marriage is a good or if it's, you know, meant to be, there shouldn't be conflict. There shouldn't be. That's a sign that you're actually not supposed to, to, you know, be together or whatever. And I have had so many single and dating couples say that. And I think there's like Mm. this disillusion, like everything should be easy. So can you talk Mm. to our, you know, friends who are listening, who are either dating or engaged or maybe even single and they're thinking like, shouldn't it, why would I need counseling? Like if we're a fit, like we should just get along. Mm. Can you speak to that a little bit? We can. Yes. So that's the whole myth of compatibility. Mm-hmm. Right. If I find somebody that's perfectly compatible, then they're they're not going to want to change me. They're going to accept me exactly for who I am. I think the biblical model is. It, it, I think it was Tim Keller who said, "Like I recognize what God is trying to do in you, and I'm going to partner with God to help you become the best version that God is trying to make you become." I love that. 
And that's exactly what we're trying to do as spouses. We're, we're looking at our spouse and saying, I love you so much that I want to help you with patience, with love, with gentleness, with goodness, with respect, help you become everything that God wants you to become and, yeah. and vice versa. Mm-hmm. And we have to learn to take that influence. But see, if, if we go into marriage thinking that we want to stay the same, same way, <laughs> And our spouse is like, but hold on, I want to partner with Jesus. <laughs> oh, right. You know, it's just, but normally it's like, you know, just leave me alone. I'm going to do my thing. You do your thing. Yeah. But then that we're also one, but you're doing your thing. Like, yeah. that sounds like a conflict in and of itself. Right. And that's where we find a lot of couples is there. They don't want to hear the criticisms or let's say they don't want to hear what, that what your wife or your your husband notices that they could get better at because you know that's hard to hear what they could get better at if they're not in that frame of mind mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right and if i can't accept influence yeah. then we're just we're just going to be in a space where it's going to be a lot of frustration mm-hmm. exactly mm-hmm. yeah and you know the studies show it's not the number of arguments that mm-hmm. determines your satisfaction in the marriage it's how those arguments are handled so we yeah we actually teach couples how to argue well there's yes, an entire uh-huh. unit on it like here's how to argue the right way yeah we have we have literally <laughs> have people that. that tell us like we 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 don't we don't really um argue in our marriage <laughs> and my wife and i just go well <laughs> and we're thinking to ourselves and we get down to it really quick somebody is avoiding issues uh, in order to yeah. keep the peace mm-hmm. because and, and remember the argument is not necessarily let's be clear is not necessarily yelling right yeah or screaming at each other that's not arguing like oh it is arguing but <laughs> that's fighting it's immaturity yeah, it's it's yeah. fighting yeah. <laughs> but arguing is simply having different perspectives mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. exactly what i would expect from someone that's raised in a completely different home, yes. that has completely different values than me, that has completely different thought processes in their head than me. <laughs> Who's a completely different gender than you. Yes. yes. Oh my word. That accounts <laughs> yes. for so much. Yes. It's totally. true. Uh, I love that so much. And I just, I want, you know, everyone listening to not not go into marriage naive thinking like, well, we'll be the one exception, you know, and I love how y'all shared like the facts <laughs> and the statistics like, hey, you know, by doing premarital counseling, literally, it's like a 30% decrease, you know, of your chances of, you know, getting getting divorced. And I think that that's crucial. And so hmm. um, I guess as you have counseled couples who have not done premarital counseling, what kind of issues and conversations do you have with couples as the years go on um, that maybe could have been avoided or they could have been better prepared for if they had done premarital counseling? Yeah. 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 It reminds me of uh, a few months back when we put out a sticker on Instagram and we said, what's your I wish I had premarital counseling story? And we had hundreds, hundreds. of responses. So, you know, the Amazing. sticker on Instagram, she just kept flicking it up. I was like, Psh, no. Up, like, yeah, like... That's such a good question. Yeah. And I mean, people, I I mean, we, we chose like, I think five, six or seven, our team put together this graphic and put it up that, you know, just this week actually, because they're, they're promoting the premarital counseling course and they, they like put up some of these responses and they were things like, um, yeah, my pastor said like the Holy ghost will help us. So he doesn't really have much to say. Wow. Like that was their premarital counseling. 
you know, yeah. or like, um, you know, but you came from good homes, so you're, yes. you should be good to go. And, um, so what we're dealing with 10 years down the road when people come to us is, they don't know how to ask for what they want or need in the relationship. That's called assertiveness. They don't know how to listen well. They don't know how to solve arguments and be a team in their arguing. So let me let me pull from that now. So that that's what they don't have those things. Yeah. So then you have a need, okay? It, needs don't just like poof go away. Yeah. Right. But when I have a need and it's not, and I can't ask for it. What Chris was saying, like I can't be assertive. What do we have to do with that need? Well, we have to kick it under the under the rug. Yeah. But the thing is, is they don't stay the same size under the rug. They kind of grow mm. and they kind of get bigger. And then what happens after a while is I'm I'm the man of the house. Like, why am I walking around this stinking huge thing and it lump in the rug? Right. Like, this is my house. Bless yeah. God. So I start to feel very controlled. My wife is so stinking controlling. She's yeah. always nagging me. She's always, mm. my wife doesn't ever. But, <laughs> Just joking. These are the stories we hear, not real life examples. From our yeah, home. Never, never. We never give real life examples. But this is what happens. So if we don't have assertiveness, we don't have tools. Yeah. We haven't been trained. And remember, these are skills. These mm-hmm. are not personalities. These yeah. are skills that are trained mm-hmm. that we train in our office mm-hmm. um, and uh, and in pre-equipped. So if they have assertiveness, we can work on the self confidence. The self confidence helps us to not avoid big issues that become big issues Mm -hmm. and it helps us bring down the feelings of I'm feeling controlled because if I can't express, I start feeling controlled. And so that's what we really want to avoid and that we do see a lot of at year five, year six, year seven. Yeah, Yeah. totally. Yep. Mm -hmm. So with couples that get married, when do you typically see, because I know you counsel tons and tons of couples, which is amazing. And if you're listening and you're like, wow, I would love to work with them directly, you can go to their website, Dear Young Married Couple, and you can, I mean, y'all just have so many options. It's like the hub spot. Like I literally, I, I'm like <laughs> constantly tagging y'all on Instagram because there isn't anything else like you to, you know, and I just love your team and everything you're doing. I'm such a fan, which reminds me, they did give us a discount code for their pre-quipped premarital yes. course, y'all. So if you go to their website, dearyoungmarriedcouple.com, right? Mm-hmm. com. you'll see it on there. You can go to all their resources. This is their course, their premarital course, pre-equipped, and the code is GIRLDEFIND22, and that'll get you $50 off. It expires May 10th, so make sure to get it. I'll link all this below so you'll have all the details, but now is your chance to jump on this. Um, I do want to know, so I have so many questions popping around in my mind, and I, I'm always <laughs> telling Adam and Carissa, like, oh, it'll only be this long, and then I have so many things I want to ask, but... <laughs> this is something that, um, you know, that Dave and I kind of ran into in the beginning of our, it really was in our engagement in early marriage. And I feel like we've come so far. Um, I was, you know, I, I knew we lived it. We, and we still do live in this world where like pornography is rampant. And I was exposed to it as a young girl because there was a magazine in our yard. And I write all about this in my book, Sex, Parody, and the Longings of a Girl's Heart. And then I knew people that had struggled with pornography addictions God spared me in that department, but I was just so fearful that that was going to be like a part of our relationship and tear it apart. Mm -hmm. And just like, I was struggling to like trust. I had been in a bad relationship before Dave. And so I just had like a lot of trust issues and it came out like, it was just like, he's like, okay, like he didn't understand and I didn't know how to express. And so it was just hard. So for the couple, whether it's Mm -hmm. someone who has like fears of stuff that will become a part of their marriage or fears because Mm -hmm. their parents maybe got divorced, um, or maybe there really is something that you're afraid to confess. Like how can we approach those 
like fears that we have, maybe that we've never spoken before without allowing the years to go on. And our, you know, for me, it would be like Dave looking at me like, why is this always such a problem, you know, and I haven't shared. Mm -hmm. So how do we approach those conversations? That's excellent. Yeah. The answer in short is vulnerability. Mm. And you have to curate an environment that is safe enough for vulnerability. And, you know, as a premarital couple, oftentimes the focus is on dating and fun and adventure. And those are all good things. We need all of that. We need, and it's this balance. We need the, the dopamine and adrenaline that we get from adventure and risk and fun and excitement. But we need the oxytocin mm-hmm. that we get from connection and safety and security and stability. And you need to have conversations that curate that safety so that you can be vulnerable to yes. share those things. And we actually have a tool. It's called Because, Because, Because. Mm-hmm. And, um, we, we give that in the course. It's a communication tool that's that's all about empathizing. Empathizing Mm. is one of the number one skills that you need to curate that environment of safety. And if you can use that tool to further curate that environment when you're dating or engaged, then you're going to feel a lot safer to talk about these fears Mm. and to be heard and empathized with. Yeah. we. So I think that deep down, everyone wants to be loved and known. Those are the two things, loved and known. And I think a lot of dating couples, and by the way, pre-quipped is not just for engaged, it's for dating couples too that, that are oh, seriously awesome. dating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we're huge fans. Like why wait until engagement? Yeah, because I once agree. we're engaged, we start to feel like, well, we're all in. We have to go yeah. through with it. I spent all this money. I got, you know, I got the, everything to show for it. And so they kind of feel locked in and, and it's a checklist item. It's a checklist item at that yeah. point. It's mm-hmm. like, I, I need, we have to get premarital. Mm-hmm. But um, we all want it to be loved and known. And I think a lot of couples, what happens is they begin, if you think of, we call it the dating ladder. Um, it's a concept that we have inside of the kind of helping people with boundaries because we don't like saying, don't do this, don't do this. Yeah. That's not, I don't think, the best way of, of curating the conversation. Um, I like asking questions a little bit better, but if you think of a dating ladder, like you have a ladder in the middle that represents like the bottom would be, you know, just talking. And then what would be the next stage of relationship? You know, defining the relationship Mm -hmm. What will be the next stage. Talking goes into seriously talking and then goes into dating, which goes into seriously. You're like, you have all these stages. Well, on, on the left side would be feeling loved, right? Mm -hmm. Oftentimes we're really good at leaning heavily on the loved side of it so affection the affection side oh i just oh love them and you know they get physical and maybe they're they're pushing the boundaries there but what happens is they're feeling very loved but what's rough about all this is they haven't taken time to seriously get to know Mm. remember that love without knowing is superficial yes our deepest fear though is being known but not loved like they know everything about me and that's what a lot of people say. I feel like they, you know, they know we've been together for eight years, but I don't feel loved. That's mm-hmm. what we want to avoid. Mm-hmm. But feeling loved and known is what we get from God. So what we want to do is we want to make sure that the couple's moving fast enough on the love side, but also keeps up with the conversations on the known side. Mm-hmm. What do you need to know when you are dating? 
Mm-hmm. What are the questions that should be a- being asked? And then what should be being asked when you're seriously dating? What do you need to know there? What are, mm-hmm. and, and what you brought up about pornography, that would be a deeper conversation yeah. for maybe a little bit longer, you know, farther in. Cause that's not like, you know, first date. Hey, so by yeah. the way, what's your experience with pornography? <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> that might not work there, but it's definitely a big fear. And so you've invested, you've, you've gained rapport with this person. You become vulnerable with this person. Mm-hmm. Then we're at this place that, okay, maybe I can open up and share some of these longings, some of these things that I've struggled with. And they will catch them most likely yeah. mm-hmm. if you curate that vulnerability as Chris mm-hmm. was talking about. Mm-hmm. That's so good. What about the couple who is, say they even start working through pre-quipped and as they're working through, maybe they are getting to know each other in ways they hadn't before because they even maybe haven't, hadn't been as intentional. And what if a couple is like, or maybe, you know, the woman, since that's mostly who we're talking to right now is like, wow, I don't actually like starting to have doubts. Like, I'm not actually sure this is the best thing. And I kind of romanticized this and we had a lot of affection and we felt really close, but wow, like spiritually, we're not even on the same page and and red flags start to come up, you know, and I know, you know, so many women feel like I just have to go through with it because we've invested so much, like you said. So what, Mm -hmm. what should she do or he do um, Mm -hmm. if they start to have those red flags and start to have those questions and they're serious, you know, it's not just like, I'm feeling nervous because this is a big commitment, but it's like, wow, these are some serious issues and serious differences. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. So sadly, like, one of our goals, and I say sadly because it's not the the bright, cheery, yeah. celebratory side of, of the conversation, but one of our goals is to help couples break up who are mm. not ready to get married or don't share the same values. You know, like that's one of our goals. Um, the studies do show that, you know, couples who had premarital counseling, um, 27% of them actually uh, do break up. And that's considered a success because that's a good thing that that contributes to the lower divorce rate. Okay. We've had we had a, one girl send us a letter in the mail, which is unusual. Yeah, um, we get a lot of emails or DMs. Tons, but. yeah. But it was so sweet of her. She just thanked us for pre-quipped. She's like, I want to tell you just how much I'm thankful. I was in this relationship. I had my doubts. We went through it, and we peacefully decided that wow. to separate. And she's like, that was like, I have so much peace now from this. And, and she's like, this is a God thing. And I was like, that is what we want because look, there is somebody out there. The ocean is really big. Um, don't, don't fixate, you know, it's, it's not your last chance, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but God has something, a a plan for you and you have to trust that process. Mm. And, you are not going to change that other person. Mm-hmm. You can only change yourself. But if you don't see the willingness for the other person to work on themselves, I'm sorry, the best thing probably would be to to pull back from that relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can break an engagement. We probably all know somebody who has. Yeah. Um, but this is one of the reasons why we actually recommend doing pre-quipped or a premarital counseling or program before you're even engaged so yeah. that I it's not that so a checklist item. It's not a, you know, all the pomp and circumstances on Instagram now and everyone knows yes. we're engaged and now we have to delete all the pictures. Like, you yes. know, that is that is something that you can do and we recommend that as opposed to just getting married and divorcing several years yeah. down the road. But if you can do this before you're even engaged, 
oh, you save yourself so a lot of heartache. Yeah. yeah, and and by the way too, like we we've created this course to integrate with your mentor or somebody that you love that's around you, mm-hmm. so that they can. Um, so there are lots of different sections, but there's a think about it, uh, there's a talk about it, there's a do it, mm-hmm. and um, what happens is we focused on bringing the counselor in or the trained professional or even a mentor to kind of uh, help walk through and ask some of those difficult questions. In the talk about it section and then do the activities in the do it section. And I think that speaks, Bethany, to your question of like, how do you break things off or start Mm -hmm. this conversation of I have reservations? You do that with accountability. That's Mm -hmm. why you need to have a mentor in your corner. And so if you have somebody walking through a course with you, you're talking with them along the way about these red flags that come yeah. up. We call them the three A's. If there's abuse, mm-hmm. adultery or cheating, right? Or addiction. Yeah. And so if if those three A's are present, you need to be hitting a hard pause mm-hmm. and not moving toward marriage. Yeah. So, you know, and we like you are a big fan of short engagements. Yeah. This is one of the reasons why we're a big fan of pre-engagement mm-hmm. counseling. Mm-hmm. So um, have an accountability partner, a mentor to walk through this course with you so that you can have these conversations in the light without it being this manipulative or emotion driven decision. It's very logic and spiritually driven decision. And by the way, for all pastors or marriage mentors out there that are listening, um, if you just email us, shoot us an email at hello at dearyamarycouple.com, we'll send you a free copy of um, of pre-equipped so that you can, you know, become <laughs> equipped to walk yes. couples through yeah. in your church. All that we ask is that the couples themselves invest in the course. Yeah. Yes. I love that so much. Y'all are so generous and your heart for just to see couples thrive and to see them, you know, make it the distance is amazing. I, mm. you, Dave and I both, we've benefited so much from everything you do. So for the woman who's listening right now and who is saying like, this has been really amazing, but I'm actually already married. What do you have mm-hmm. for listeners who are already on the married side? Can you tell us about some of the <laughs> like awesome resources that y'all have available? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Um, just kind of in summary, I mean, please just connect with our community. We curate a lot of marriage advice from solid married couples all over the world on Instagram. So that's a free resource. The podcast is a free resource. We have lots of free PDFs and downloads. There's a PDF series with videos called When um, Trust Has Been Broken, Five mm. Steps When Trust Has Been Broken. So there's a um, that's a free resource. By the way, I think one of the coolest resources that we do is a live, uh, we call it monthly live date night. I think that's probably the least expensive, coolest thing that we do. Totally. Because we have people from all over the world that meet on one Friday a month and we, we hit a subject that is important. So it could wow. be sex, could be on anxiety, could be on, mm. um, friendship in the marriage, friendship in the marriage, emotional dating. Emotional intelligence. Yeah. We're, we're doing it, um, very soon on emotional intelligence. Wow. And if you sign up too, you have access to all the past date nights. So you guys can binge watch if you want. <laughs> That's your thing. Yeah. So, so it's 10 bucks a month. It's like huge. That's, I, I, we love it. That's one of our, our favorite things to do is the monthly live date. And then night. we have 
Card decks. Yeah. So I love your Bethany card decks. mentioned the card decks. Yes. Yep. So that's there's foundations, sexpectations, realizations. They all have a different spin. So you can read about that on the website. Um, Check them out on Amazon. We have having yes. the talks coming out April 26th. So I don't oh, know when this is airing, yes. but that's for parents and children to have the sex talks, plural, with their kids. And so like just lots of good resources that we, and we say that we say it without shame because like, that's why we built them was yes, for uh-huh. people like you who want to get more equipped. Well, as, yes. well, as we, as we work more and more with couples, we're starting to see, okay, here is a huge uh, need. So here's a huge need. So we've been trying to plug these holes, but <laughs> oh, why not try so to amazing. avoid the pain that we are trying to fix? <laughs> Let, you know, what is it like a ounce of prevention is i i forgot the quote yes, yes, I'm, yes. I'm, I'm gonna, we you know guys what you're know. saying thank you okay it's <laughs> worth more than like a pound of intervention yes, yes in, something yeah. like that yeah, yeah. Uh, stinking oh. quotes <laughs> y'all that's amazing thank you so much just for taking time i know y'all are very busy you have your own family and your whole you know everything that y'all are doing counseling and running Dear Young Married Couple. I know pretty much everything is Dear Young Married Couple. So like Instagram is at Dear Young Married Couple. Your podcast is Dear Young Married Couple. So you can literally just Google Dear Young Married Couple and you will find them. And I don't know if other people have trouble, but I hate that I have trouble finding expectations on Amazon, like unless I go directly to the page. So y'all, I will link it directly so you can find it. But if you're like, yes. I, I Googled on Amazon, you know, or whatever, looked on Amazon and I cannot find so these expectations. Yeah. Um, yes, which is very annoying. Um, just go yes. click the link below or just go on your website to card decks, you know, yes. daryoungmarriedcouple.com because that really annoys me for y'all. So just know <laughs> I'm taking you. the adult category. So thankfully, a lot of people who are looking for other adult things end up finding this <laughs> yes. and helping their marriage in a real way. Like I was yes. not expecting these questions. <laughs> yes, you can actually look up Dear Young Married Couple Sexpectations on Google, just a Google search, and normally they'll pop up. Got just don't it. keep scrolling. Just look <laughs> in the first couple hits because you never know what could pop up. I wouldn't go to images, yeah. Yeah, don't go to images. <laughs> uh, well, thank y'all so much. Is there any final word you want to leave with our listeners today? We just encourage you guys to continue to link arms with people like Girl Defined, like your mentors, your pastors. Um, talk to people who have gone through what you've gone through and don't be hesitant to ask the hard questions because that's what that's really what's going to change the dynamics of silence that we see in the church around sex, sexuality, premarital, you know, hard convos. So really link mm-hmm. arms and stay connected, stay accountable. I think that the the average number of of money spent on a wedding is $36,000. (laughs) Something ridiculous. And I could go on and on about all that. Um, I think this is probably the most simple or one of the most least expensive investments that you can make to have so much real potential to help your marriage um, that you could do. Like This is so, so important. Mm -hmm. We'd highly recommend. There's so many couples that come in super nervous, not Mm -hmm. knowing what to expect and coming out feeling so much more confident and sure about where they're going in their relationship and their marriage. And that's, that's what we want to help partner with, um, the listeners of, of, uh, the girl defined show. We want to help them find that confidence and, uh, and have those conversations. Mm. Amen. I love that. Thank y'all so much for taking the time to be with us. This has been amazing. Thank you, Bethany. 
It's always an honor to have Adam and Carissa on the podcast. They're just such an incredible couple. Um, Their ministry, Dear Young Married Couple, is absolutely amazing. This has been such an incredible conversation. If you are in a a season of life where you're like, wow, um, this was really, really great. I would love more resources. I need to know, like, I want to grow. I want to learn whether you're single or dating or engaged. Um, One of the books I want to recommend to you is um, Sex, Purity, and the Longings of a Girl's Heart by us, Kristen and Bethany. Um, this book has been so life-changing and transformative for so many women, single, dating, and married. And I just think of this topic that we talked about, and my hope and prayer is that every woman would, before getting married, or if you're already married, have a good biblical, practical understanding of God's design for intimacy, sexuality, everything that goes along with that. So you can find Sex, Purity, and the Longings of a Girl's Heart to help you gain a biblical view of God's design for sex um, and just really take a deep dive into that topic over at girldefined.com slash shop. That's girldefined.com slash shop. And if you enjoyed this conversation and want to see more guests like this on the show, go and leave us a five-star review and then leave your comment letting us know what you liked about this uh, interview and who you would like to see on the show in the future. We read those and we really um, take your feedback seriously. All right. We will see y'all again next week.